Cobra Kai. Yes. So good. Uh, I know I'm late to the show on so this So late. I mean, I'm later than you, clearly. We talked about but, this, like, in the spring or the summer. I don't even know. We talked about it coming, and I was so excited uh -huh. for it. And then I just never, probably because it's a thing that you have to pay for, although I know a lot of people were doing, you could do, like, a free trial. Mm -hmm. And so they would do the free trial and then totally binge as many episodes of Cobra Kai as they could and yeah. then peace out, YouTube Red or whatever. Yeah, I um, well, I finally started getting uh, caught up on listening to other people's podcasts. Mm -hmm. And I got to Chris Hardwick. Ah. And he had uh, Ralph Macchio uh, on. And, uh, oh, my gosh, who plays Johnny? Oh, uh, I know who you're talking the about. The antagonist right. of the yeah, 80s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Who was on Big Bang Theory. And, you know, <laughs> he's, he's actually been working. Uh they had um, both of them uh, on the show, mm -hmm. and I was like... Billy Zapka? Yeah, Billy Zapka. There it is. I was like, I need to watch this. And so <laughs> we, Sarah and I prepped last night, and we had a conference call, and then I started getting ready for bed, and at midnight, I'm like, I can't sleep. Wow. Cobra like, Kai was that compelling. Yeah. I, so I sat up, and I pulled out the iPad and put on Cobra Kai. More Cobra. But, you know, the cool thing about the show, and I know we're not even on topic right now, but um, the cool thing about the show, you don't know who the bully is. You don't know who they blur the lines as... Well, when we showed the trailer, I remember they kind of made Daniel seem like a douche. Like, he's a car salesman. They, they, who's... they tell, okay, episode one yeah. tells Johnny's story. Okay. Episode two tells Daniel's story. Okay. And so you can see the world through both of their eyes. Interesting. And, you know, obviously, because of the trailer, you know, Johnny's, you know, he's washed up. He's basically, he's like Mr. Miyagi on meth, <laughs> you know? <laughs> He's, he's repairing toilets. He lives in a crappy apartment building. And, um, and, and basically, he sees a kid getting bullied, and he steps in. And teaches him the ways. Right. And then and there's more to it than that. But it gets it, there's so many layers to the relationship with the bullies. Interesting. Like, one of them is kind of hot for Daniel's daughter. <laughs> so you don't know who is who you're rooting for because mm. you're rooting for certain people at any given time and you're kind of on team johnny for a little what? bit or more than a little bit and you're like uh-oh what's going on here oh nelly yes. oh boy karate kid legendary also legendary stanley and it was very sad when we heard earlier this week that he passed away at the age of 95 yeah i mean I was bummed when we lost, lost Bruce Lee, mm -hmm. when we lost uh, Sarah Lee. Mm -hmm. um, Tommy Lee. Still here. Still here. Still here. But Stan Lee. No, I know. It's a, it, because we uh, all sort of feel like, like he's our either really cool older uncle or like a grandpa, but right. like, a, like a surrogate grandpa or whatever, but he's was an amazing guy, kick-ass life, super creative, and really um, sort of brought superheroes in the DC universe sort of more towards the Marvel. forefront. I'm sorry, Marvel. Mm. DC had their own superheroes right. that they were sort of pushing to the forefront, but Marvel was kind of falling behind. Right. And they were doing more like monsters or cowboys or mysteries, and he's like, I'm bored. And well, so then he wanted yeah. to create interesting, flawed superheroes. Yeah. Kind of like the Billy Zabka character. Right, yeah. <laughs> uh, what I loved about Stan Lee was that his contribution to superhero culture was that 
um, things that are perceived as deficiencies in mm -hmm. normal people are turned into superpowers in his universe. Yeah. And so, you know, you have all the mutants, like all the X-Men, mm -hmm. and then you have people of color and women being really, really powerful. And at the time, he and uh, Jack Kirby were mm -hmm. creating these heroes. It was like unheard of. They called them like the oh, Lennon and McCartney of right. uh, comic books. What do you mean you've got a gal with a cape on? <laughs> she should be at home making sandwiches. Um, yeah, so, I mean, he was a co-creator of, like you talked about, with um, the uh, with Iron Man and Spider-Man mm -hmm. and the Hulk and Black Panther. And um, he was doing so well as far as his health was concerned for so long. But then within the last year or so, specifically, we were starting to hear more and more about Langer. And when they were doing press for Black Panther, he canceled a lot of things. Mm -hmm. They were saying he's having um, irregular heartbeats and pneumonia and all this sort of stuff. But then recently he was coming back and he was doing appearances again. Yeah. Um, we had also heard things about fights over his estate or that there was elder abuse going on. Mm -hmm. And that sucks, man, because he has such a, a legendary life and career. And then right at the end, people get real petty right. and terrible and like, why right at the end of your kick-ass life do we have to hear crappy things? It, it's you know? it, it's like, terrible. It sucks. The guy changed the world. Yes! I mean, come on. Um, but uh, on the bright side, he did can his cameo. He did, I know. I know you were concerned about yeah, that. I was. <laughs> like because the, that was the first thing Joe tweeted or wrote about. <laughs> yeah. Everyone else is like, oh, Stan Lee. Joe's like, I hope he filmed that <laughs> yeah. next cameo for the Avengers movie. Uh, You know what? Because his cameo started transcending the Marvel Universe. I know. It was, it was funny. I was watching um, Big Hero 6. Uh, Which I didn't that, realize he was in that too. He did a, I, and I never saw the post credit scene to Big Hero 6. It's a Stan Lee cameo. It is. And then uh, the Teen Titans movie. He's yeah. got a cameo in that. Yeah, he's had live action and yeah. animated cameos. Yeah, he had a recurring role on Big Bang Theory. I mean, it was, yes. he was all over the place. Yeah, so he, it, uh, in addition to the art that he created, it is a, a favorite thing of people to see Stan Lee cameos. Mm. And so, in honor of Stanley, here are just a handful of his cameos in like the past two or three years. Alexis Ortiz. Mo Parisi. Peter Parker. I think I know that guy. Oh, no, no, no. See, this, this was aged for a thousand years. The barrels built from the wreck of Brunhill's fleet is not meant for mortal men. Neither was Omaha Beach, Blondie. Stop trying to scare us. Come on. All right. Eggshellshire. Hey. Could I borrow the sports section? Thank you. Fine, right? The bartenders are all like, yeah, crazy stupid fine. Coming on to our stage right now. Give it up for chastity. Uh, you okay? Are you Tony Stank? Yes, this is this is Tony Stank. Awesome. Right. They're all so good. They're all different. They're all right. creative. 
Um, I liked the one where he was the hairdresser in um, Thor Ragnarok, where he's <laughs> right. the one that actually cuts into the short hairstyle. Yes. And yeah, there. I mean, so I'm I'm sad. We're going to be missing out on that. Now, I mentioned that you um, you know had your own little blurb where you're talking about you know I hope he filmed his next cameo, mm -hmm. whatever. But a lot of people, celebrities included, when they found out that Stanley died, um, if they had ever had a chance to meet him, and he was very good about you know doing public appearances or you know making mm -hmm. himself available to fans and getting pictures and all that. Um, if anybody had ever had a chance to take a picture with him, a lot of people when they found out he died, that's what they would post on their social media. You know, they would have a couple sentences about how sad they were, and then they would have the picture of themselves with Stan Lee. Right. Well, Army Hammer, actor Army Hammer, who we know from Call Me By Your Name mm, and Lone The Social Network, and yes, uh, tall, handsome Army Hammer. Uh, had a real problem with people posting pictures of themselves with Stan Lee. And he felt like it was a real, let's make it all about me rather than right. the person who died move. And so he posted something on Twitter where he was calling people out and basically saying, oh, you know, way to go. I'm so glad that that's how we pay tribute to somebody now. So touched by all the celebrities posting pictures of themselves with Stan Lee. No better way to commemorate an absolute legend than putting up a picture of yourself. And so people were like, well, slow down, Lone Ranger. <laughs> you know, that's I, I, I they, because it's, they actually, if you, if they loved Stan Lee, they felt like I got to be in the, the room with right. him. And so that was like my moment to be next to somebody that I really love. And I mean, Tom Hardy, The Rock, Mark Hamill, Evangeline Lilly, and then obviously, you know, people who had worked on movies um, with him directly, like um, all of the people in the Avengers movies and Robert Downey Jr. posted a picture of himself with Stan Lee and um, Hugh Jackman posted a picture of himself with him. So, I mean, is there an exception if you actually work it's, with him? You know, it's funny because we have a lot of colleagues that, upon his passing, posted selfies with Stan Lee yes. because he was that gracious that he would take selfies with people on press junkets. So you and I know a handful of people that posted pictures of themselves with Stan Lee doing promotional materials yeah. and things like that. So. There's part of me that's like, yeah, that is a little bit morbid. But at the same time, that is how people looked at him. They looked at him as a part of their lives. Right. I don't you think know? Army Hammer is saying that he thinks that it's morbid. I think that he thinks that it's just it's people peacocking like, look oh, at yeah, me. Yeah. Look how cool I, I am. You know I what? took a picture with a celebrity. There, there probably is a little bit of that going on. But at the same time, RDJ's career... Hello. Was resurrected by Stan yes. Lee. So, <laughs> yes, post the picture. Well, right, Evangeline so Lilly, you're the wasp. Post that picture, wasp. <laughs> Please. <laughs> no, so because another reporter um, tweeted, you know, when Army Hammer was asking why people are doing it this way, the reporter tweeted, because they worked with him. Right. And then Army Hammer tweeted back, me too? And I can't think of which movie Army Hammer was in that he would have that was a mm. Marvel property, but regardless. Dave, um, <laughs> Dave, need a lifeline. Do we know what I'm Army Hammer's been in? <laughs> What's that? What's that? Oh no, we were trying to think of, um, cause Army Hammer said that he worked with him as well. I'm trying to think of what he would have worked with him I don't, on. I don't even know, I don't even know who Army Hammer is. Oh. Oh. 
He was he played the Winklevi in the he's, social network. I'm being told by the control room, he's and they're bigger nerds than I am. He's not listening to any Marvel movies, so I don't know what he's on about. So wait, so Kelsey doesn't know either? <laughs> no, Kel no, Kelsey's can't find anything. That he would have oh, worked with Stanley. That he worked with Stanley on. Yeah, it's so weird. Mm. Um, He's just bitter that he never got to work with Stanley. I mean, maybe. <laughs> so then someone else tweeted, well, what else are you supposed to do when someone dies, Army? And he tweeted back, if your answer is, quote, post a selfie, then I think we need a cultural revamp across the board. Mm. And then someone else said, um, maybe they're just remembering how it felt to meet him with those photos. That's how I would feel. I never got the chance. And then Army Hammer wrote, if Stan impacted your life, i.e. all of our lives, with his work, post his work that touched you the most. Posting a selfie makes his death about you and how yeah. cool you felt taking a picture with him. I think Army Hammer needs to take the stick out of his butt and just stop being so rude about yeah, it. Yeah, but you know what? I, I kind of agree and disagree at the same time. I think he is onto something. I think that that is... We approach the narcissism of social media right. when this type of thing happens. However, so if you and I are going to the great podcasting convention in Omaha, Nebraska. Ooh, that and, convention is lit. And I got to tell you. Our twin plop prop plane because NRM couldn't get us first class. Oh, um, this is a sad story. If it, if it crashes, <laughs> I would fully expect David to post a selfie of the three of us somewhere, right? Note to self, David, after the show, yeah. the three of us need to take Do a picture. We, yeah, we need a selfie. Take a picture together. <laughs> just Photoshop something here. <laughs> put put the green screen up. Oh, and then put here. David, yeah. then David, put your face yeah. here. Like, it's like a... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I get it. It's a... Uh, it's a it's a it's a weird thing. It's a tricky thing. Mm. It's kind of it's like when people feel like you know when people post uh, you know thoughts and prayers or whatever that it's like this empty thing and people are just posting it because right. they want to seem like they're a good person on social media and blah 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 and then this one you know people are just posting pictures of themselves because right. they're using somebody's death to make themselves look cool. But it's just at this point just. Do you. Do whatever's going to make uh, you, you know happy what? because I, yeah, you know what? <laughs> I'm out. Here's the problem. Everything is becoming trite. Yes. I mean, you know, thoughts and prayers is now become one of the most hollow things anyone can say. Yeah. Oh, my cat died. Oh, thoughts and prayers. Oh, my God, my souffle didn't rise. Thoughts, <laughs> thoughts and prayers. And prayers. Never, then, then there's never forget. Oh. That's still, at least in the pantheon of, well, it might be appropriate for this situation. But yeah, thoughts and prayers and Ugh. selfies. Oh, going by the wayside. I know. Uh, oh, Lord. Uh, yeah. Well, let's move on to far, far happier news, which I thought I was excited about one thing, and then I was even more excited about the second thing, because mm. the second thing is even better. But um, we know that Toy Story 4 is coming up this summer. Mm -hmm. And so they finally posted a teaser trailer for Toy Story 4. And uh, towards the end of it, which is what we're going to show you, um, we get introduced to a new <clears throat> character named Forky, who is actually a spork who uh, they've done some mm. sort of a crafting project on. Yeah. So here is a little bit of the teaser trailer where you get to meet Forky from Toy Story 4. Attacking 
So yay, we're all excited. And also, if you would like to feel old, um, when Toy Story 4 opens on June 19th, 2019, that will be 24 years after the original uh, Toy Story. Nope. No. 24 years after Toy Story came out, which at the time was the first fully computer animated feature film and the highest grossing movie of the year. Uh, no. What is if they're going to have Forky, I think they should at least poach Towley from South Park. Oh, no. To be in there. No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and you know, I think they should do a spin off franchise. Up with Forky? No, no, oh. no. Of Toy Story. Because mm -hmm. Andy is now, if you look at the timeline, yeah. uh, last we, at the end of what was it, Toy Story 3, okay. Andy was going away to college, which means by now he, what, he finished undergrad. Probably wrapped up grad school. He had time to get an MBA. I mean, he's a smart Has kid. it been that long since three? I guess Did so, Did he yeah. have time to get an MBA? I'm guessing he has. Yeah, I mean, I, he's a pretty smart kid. He probably went to an accelerated program, if anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he might have moved up a year. Yeah, and so he probably actually uh, got college credit in high school because he was a good kid. That's true. He's very smart. Yeah, I mean, that's either... He was like the Sheldon of computer yeah, animated well, movies. When you don't have a dad, one of two things will happen. is Either mm -hmm. A, you spiral deep into depression and then make a goth album. Or B, um, you become an overachiever because yeah. you're trying to conquer yeah. the world in a way that your missing father never could. Uh -huh. So uh, in the spinoff, we go into Andy's wardrobe and all of his accessories are alive. And we call it Tie Story. That was... That was a long. That was a long trip. Tie story. That was a long trip to he get has, to tie story. He has bow ties and bolo ties and mm -hmm. neck ties, and they all get into trouble together. So while Joe is still telling this long, long, long ass story, we're gonna go to break, and we're gonna come back with what we were gonna show if he didn't tell that long, long story, which was the animated reaction video to the Toy Story 4 trailer, and it is bringing back two voices that I could not be more excited about, and we will show it to you next on Pop That Culture. Yep. What's up, this is your boy Walter Jones, also known as Zach, the original Black Ranger, and you are geeking out with Geek Taming Weekly at New Radio Media. It's not the time. Maple Lane Golf Club is a 54-hole golfing treasure located in the heart of Sterling Heights. Maple Lane Golf Club offers immaculate greens, a top-flight pro shop, and inexpensive green fees. For convenience, book your tee time online at maplelanegolf.com. Come out and enjoy a great golf experience. Try our 9 and Dine special, 9 holes of golf, and enjoy food and refreshments in the Clubhouse Bistro. That's Maple Lane Golf Club in Sterling Heights. Check us out at maplelanegolf.com. Hi, I'm Art, and we're the crew at Tuffy Walled Lake. We've been in Walled Lake for 20 years, and through our knowledgeable staff and customer satisfaction, we've become quite the cornerstone in our community and to our discerning customers statewide. We know how important your vehicle is to you, and we take pride in our impeccable, affordable service, and we're trying to get you back on the road as quickly and safely as we possibly can. Please stop in and see why everybody comes from all over to get their car serviced at 784 North Pontiac Trail in Wald Lake. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. 
Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Wald Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. Oh, the dulcet tones of Jewel. Oh. Foolish Games, which was supposed to be right before we talk about Game of Thrones. We will get there mm. because they, too, put out a teaser trailer. Right now we are talking about Toy Story 4 putting out a teaser trailer. And you get to meet Forky, who's mm. going to be a new character. But then, because the people at Pixar are with it, and they know that the big thing now is not just to put out trailers and teaser trailers, but then people like to do reaction videos oh. to watching when trailers and teaser trailers come out. So they put out a reaction videos video with two new characters they're calling Ducky and Bunny, mm. and they are voiced by Key and Peel doing it in the style kind of of the two valet guys they used to do as a sketch <laughs> when they would talk about the Liam Neesons and how excited they were. But they did actually one Key and Peele where they did talk about Game of Thrones too, which is hysterical. But um, this is Key and Peele as Ducky and Bunny talking about Toy Story 4 teaser trailer. You're kidding me. He said that to your face? To my face. And then what happened? So I get real close, right? Mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't care which cabbage patch you're from, kid. Oh. <laughs> Give me back my Viewmaster before I knock the dimples off your face. Oh! Uh -huh. <laughs> uh -huh. <laughs> okay. No, you didn't. You don't even care, ah, man. Yeah. Hey, you are a I don't care bear. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, oh, man. Oh, Ducky. Yeah. You see the new movie trailer? For what? You ain't see it? See what? What is it, buddy? Ducky. What? They're making another Toy Story movie. No! I thought those movies were done, dog. They made three movies. They did make three movies. This is number four. Oh, shoot! Come <laughs> on! I love the Toy Story, dog. Uh, Toy Story is my that's, jam. That's, what, wait, what about Buzz Lightyear stuff? I am Buzz Lightyear, Space Ranger. <laughs> and then when he's like, you are a toy! Oh, yeah, that's pretty good. What do you do the flying <laughs> thing he does. Do it, do it, oh, do oh. it. <clears throat> To infinity and your mom. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. That's not right. You sure? No, that's not right. I'm pretty sure that's it. No, 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 let me show you. To insanity and a blonde. What do you even That's how it goes. Saying? No, that's how it goes. To immunity and respond. To indecency to and infrequently. Hey, hey, guys, you got it all wrong. It's to infinity and beyond. <laughs> 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 That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. You can't go to infinity, <laughs> dummy. It's impossible. He over here talking about infinity. You don't go beyond infinity. You don't know nothing about science. Yay! I love it. So exciting. So we have to we have to wait a while for that one to come out. But you can see now uh, they've put it out. The latest issue of. GQ magazine, mm -hmm. where they have their man of the year and their woman of the year. They've mm -hmm. been letting the ladies be on the front cover as well since 2003. Um, and this year, they have, so they always do a whole bunch of different covers, and um, they have one with Michael B. Jordan. Mm -hmm. They have one with um, Henry Golding from um, Crazy Rich Asians. Mm -hmm. And they have Jonah Hill. And then they also have Serena Williams. All right, cool. Yeah. But people were upset with the cover, da da, because they're like, we get 
that she's a woman, so they crossed out the man thing. Uh, but why is woman in quotes? Hmm. That's not cool. Oh. And so people were very upset about it, except that the people at GQ did this on purpose because the person who did the um, typography, what, it was actually handwritten by a designer named Virgil Abloh. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, no, you wouldn't, yeah. but he is the guy who he apparently he constantly uses quotation marks in his work and he had collaborated with her and Nike for her U.S. Open outfit. Mm. So he had um, Serena in quotes on her shoes for the U.S. Open. And then when she wore that tutu outfit, mm. I don't know if you saw that, the word logo in quotes was on the tutu. So that's like his signature and I his see. thing. But even still, I think it was kind of dumb on the part of GQ because how many people know, like if you put it in the article itself right. and you do some explaining, okay. But on the front cover, when people just look at it, they're not, they're going to like, oh, that's the guy that yeah. works with Serena and designs things. Yeah. They're not going to know. It's very highbrow. Yeah. You know, designers are weird like that. At least it's a designer that uses quotes. Could you imagine if there was a designer where his thing was like, I'm going to misuse the apostrophe and everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Grammar police would lose yeah. their damn that, mind. That, I would, <laughs> that makes me crawl walls when people, <laughs> like, when they pluralize something and they mm. put an apostrophe, it's like, ah! Oh. <sighs> there oh. and they are, and it's just a whole yes. mess. But so anyway, it's, it's fine. You're good. Don't be upset about it. It's not a comment mm. on her or what she looks like, and people thought that it was, and it's not, and you're all right. Um, I don't know if you ever saw this when it came out a year ago, but there is a commercial that's back, mm. and I believe it was this week that it started airing again on Fox News because people are shopping for the holidays, for Christmas. They're mm. looking for things for their yes. families. and um, So the commercial started airing again for Trumpy Bear. Mm. Now, if you didn't see this the first time around, people were convinced this was not a real thing. It is real. <laughs> it is for sale. Uh, the people at Snopes even investigated. They're like, this cannot, after you see the commercial, you're like, I can't, that's a thing? It's a thing, you can buy it. It's kind of expensive for whatever. whatever. Um, so if you feel like you have a person who is either pro or anti-Trump in your life, this could be a gift for them. Here's the commercial for Trumpy Bear. The wind whispered through the forest. A storm is coming. You cannot defeat the storm. From the trees rose a resounding voice. I fear nothing. I come when the trumpet sounds. I am the storm, the great American grizzly. Introducing the original Trumpy Bear, the fearless, super plush American grizzly. Trumpy Bear was born June 14th, Flag Day. Just find the secret zipper and pull out the flag blanket. Then wrap yourself in the red, white, and blue for comfort and warmth. Show your patriotism and proudly display Trumpy on Flag Day and on any American holiday. Trumpy can even honor your own family heroes. God bless America and God bless Trumpy Bear. And it goes on from there. Mm. Trumpy Bear goes on a ride in a, on a motorcycle. Um, he goes for a ride right. on, a, on a golf cart. He's like the new gnome. He really is. He's making stuffed animals great again. <laughs> yeah. So um, people, it's so, so there are people who are sort of making fun of those who are just now seeing it for the first time. Mm. They're all high and mighty like, oh, 
a year later so and you're just seeing the uh, trumpy bear oh commercial i'm glad yeah. you find it so funny oh. i found it funny in 2017 like yeah. get over yourself the yeah. um the people who make it well irony it's made in china uh, the parts and then <laughs> it's assembled here but yeah. um they said if if it wasn't so um, expensive to do and if they'd had more time, they would have made like a whole line of political bears. Yeah. Well, you know, there is a, a tariff on uh, polyester fur <laughs> and that has driven up the price of, uh, of stuff. Well, they said if it was completely made in the USA, they would have to charge you like over $100 for mm. it. But as it is, it's just two payments of $29.99 right. <laughs> uh, That's an expensive bear. Is that I mean, how much? They, I don't know. You're in this stuffed animal market with your son at I one mean, point. How expensive are they? Have you ever bought anybody a Vermont teddy bear? Is that, that Those are, are expensive. Are they really? Yeah, but they're awesome. They're like 50 bucks? Dude, really? For I don't know. More? Yeah. What? Go to Build-A-Bear. Go to the mall and oh, go to Build-A-Bear. Well, don't even that get, is the, the don't crowning even achievement because they got to pay for over Build, they got to buy the heart and uh -huh. all the stuff and the thing. Yeah. The thing. Yeah, no. Um, you know what? Uh, I want to see the reaction at Build-A-Bear for the, the creepy expressionless kid that says, no, <laughs> don't put the heart inside my bear. <laughs> I want to stamp on <laughs> it with my heel and crush it like I know I would be crushed throughout uh, life. Um, which sounds kind of like a scene you could see in Game of Thrones, oh. Joe. And we know more about when it's coming back. Um, we knew it was next year. We knew it was going to be sort of towards the beginning of the year. But now we know the month that it is coming back thanks to a Game of Thrones teaser trailer. When you play the Game of Thrones, you win. Or you die. cheating though because we didn't get any new teaser footage like I don't even think there was a second of the new scene they were just rehashing old stuff yeah. but it was a cool rehash and it did because I know now specifically you just have to wait until April which you know all right I can get my yeah. little day-by-day -day Game right. of Thrones calendar <laughs> get excited well, you know, for HBO, the I think they missed a real opportunity in making the the adult movie version, the porno version. I'm sure it's already out there, Joe. Well, this, there have been, there been so many but, seasons of Game of Thrones, they probably had the porn version I, kicking in season they, one. Yeah, but they got rid of, like, Cat House and stuff like that, so HBO could have owned it. Oh, you know, and the main well. character, her name could have been Winter, and then Winter is coming. I will bones. give you a bell for that for sure. Game of Bones, look at you! Yeah. If there's one thing I know about you and our good friend Bill McAllister is that you two can come up with porn titles like nobody's business. You, know, you just give them, give them a scenario or a TV show and they can come up with the porn version of it within a matter of seconds. I, you know, it's let me, amazing. Let me tell you something. 
this this is I don't this I'm dead serious that I do this. Okay, so I like to drive. So like you know I'd like to drive up north. It's like when I bought my last vehicle, I bought it in Oklahoma. I drove it up here, mm -hmm. and you know I'll constantly listen to like either Pandora or satellite radio. Right. You know? And there are certain like when certain types of music come on and it's instrumental. I try to see how it would sound in a porno soundtrack by like going, ah. Oh, my uh, God. Over it just to see how it would sound like for a porno soundtrack. What? Cut the stream. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. And, and like older classic rock with wah-wah pedals, obviously. Well, I is mean, that's best. a given. Because, you know, techno, techno for porno soundtracks is just so, you don't need EDM. It's just the rhythm is all off. I don't There's think no I wanted sticks. to know this about you because now anytime I've because I've talked to you when you've gone up by yourself. I'm not doing it when you no. I don't right before I call. I don't know what you're doing to keep yourself awake in the car while you're driving on a long trip. I I'm not. I'm just making porno soundtracks. I know, in my head. but I don't. I, I don't still, even do the dialogue. I just do the music. I did not want to know. All right, we are way behind. But when we get back, something also disturbing because I can't believe he's coming off the heat from all of his very successful Deadpool movies to do this. Oh, no, Ryan great. Reynolds, what are you doing? It's awesome. I love we it. will show you the trailer for his next movie coming up on Pop That Culture. Hi, I'm Andy. And I'm David. Join us for fun and adventure on our new show, Podquesters, where we fight through imaginary battles and pray to the dice gods for good roles. Yes, it's an epic sweeping adventure. We try to fulfill our destinies without driving the dungeon master crazy. I thought that was the point. Anyways, check us out here on NewRadioMedia.com, Fridays, Podcasters. See you there. Advertising your business these days can be challenging. Traditional radio and TV ads are expensive and, frankly, a bit of a crapshoot. Not to mention, the audience for over-the-air material is shrinking as more and more of us demand to see and hear what we want, when we want. Advertising on new radio media is a solution. With our live streaming programs that are also available on demand, your message is always ready when your customers are ready to watch and listen, all for a fraction of what you'd likely have been paying for other ads. NewRadioMedia.com. Call Buzz Van Houten at 248-939-9999 for more information. A study from Johns Hopkins researchers indicates a high-fat diet may lead to the development of new nerve cells in your brain that influence how much you eat. But it's also been known for decades that the brain continues to form new nerve cells well into adulthood. So for now it appears the process occurs not only in the parts of your brain associated with memory and a sense of smell, but also in the ones that control your various body functions including hunger and thirst. One researcher believes that your brain functions this way as part of your body's survival mechanism. When food is abundant, it generates cells that will make you eat more and make you store excess calories as fat for use when food is not readily available. But the problem with humans, particularly those in developed countries, is that food is almost always readily available. So the more you eat, the more fat you store and the greater becomes your appetite. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. It has been a little while since uh, the Pokemon Go craze. 
for it. That just took over everywhere. Yeah. But they realized there's still a love, there's still a thirst for all things Pokemon, mm. clearly, by putting that out there. At Costco, they have uh, card tins for 25 bucks. Bargain! Is it? By, yeah, it's a really good deal. I don't Yeah. Um, I know, uh, I feel like it's just like, you know, there's newer, new kids get cycled into loving, like, oh, yeah. they, they discover it, and then they grow out of it, discover it, grow out of it, so it's never going to die. Um, but they have, surprisingly, never tried to do a Pokemon live-action movie mm. before, and so they've got one, and Pikachu, uh, Detective Pikachu, mm -hmm is being voiced by Ryan Reynolds. I love it. <laughs> There's only two people that can voice Pikachu, in my opinion. Samuel L. Jackson uh -huh. and Ryan Reynolds. Oh, I would have loved a Samuel L. Jackson Pikachu. That Danny would... DeVito. It was supposed to be Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito should have got the role. No. It was supposed really? to be, literally, or that's just your People were clamoring for it for like a whole year when this was like announced as a movie. Yeah. Oh. And they're like, get Danny DeVito for Detective Pikachu. They're like, it's always sunny in Philadelphia, but it's Pikachu! He's, he sounds too old to be Pikachu. Pikachu but that would like... be funny. I Listen, they did a really good job in making this Pikachu ridiculously adorable. I mean, he is cute. But um, I don't know if this is a good move or a bad move for Ryan Reynolds, but we'll find out. Here's the trailer. Welcome to Rhyme City, a celebration of the harmony between humans and Pokemon. Tim, your dad was a legend in this precinct. If you were anything like your dad. I'm not. I remember. You wanted to be a Pokemon trainer when you were young. Yeah, that didn't really work out. Someone there? Whoever you are, I know how to use this. Oh, jeez. Here we go. I know. You can't understand me. But put down the stapler or I will electrocute you. Did you just talk? Whoa. Did you just understand me? Oh my god, you can understand me! Stop! No, I've been so lonely! They try to talk to me all the time, all they hear is Pika Pika. Uh, you can hear him, right? Pika Pika! Yeah! Pika Pika Pika, he's adorable. You're adorable. They can't understand me, kid. Can no one else hear him? I don't need a Pokemon, period. Then what about a world-class detective? Because if you want to find your pops, I'm your best bet. We're gonna do this, you and me. Together. And that magic is called hope. Listen up. We got ways to make you talk. Or mine. Yeah. So tell us what we want to know. Pipe. Yes. Okay. I can. Shoving. Pushing. My problem is that I push people away and then hate them for leaving. He's saying you can shove it. What? I can shove it? Okay, that's it. No, we're switching roles. I'm bad cop. You're good cop. No, 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 no. We're not cops. In my head, I saw that differently. Oh, I, did. I, was, I wasn't even looking. 
Wow. <laughs> we got real uh, Pokemon nerdy ooh. up in here while that was playing. You know what? When you have a seven-year-old at home, there's a lot of Pokemon going I'm on. I'm sure. You know all the names of all the little and things. I'm secretly hoping that one of my kids' Pokemon cards is one of those ones that in five years, every, somebody will pay like $20,000. Are they really worth a lot of money? Some of them do. So Rare like, like any card trading thing can be? Yeah. Not like Magic the Gathering. Well, like the Gen 1 ones, like, you know, Rare Charizard and stuff like that are still, like, you can get a couple grand for them. Nice. Mm. Yeah, I, um, I, looking for the product placement in this movie, I'm guessing that the Pokemon gym will be like a Planet Fitness. <laughs> you know, I pick things up, I put them gym. down. Right. Yeah. You know, it'll be like, wait I'm... a minute, the Pokemon gym's Planet Fitness. <laughs> <laughs> it's pizza I day. I want to see a Pokemon on an elliptical. <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't think there are going to be any trading cards, though. The Flintstones, unless I'm wrong, maybe you could go to Comic-Con and probably buy anything. But um, they, too, did something that was live action, like literally live action. <laughs> there was a dude who turned his smart car into Fred Flintstone's car yes. and uh, then dressed up like him mm -hmm. and then uh, was pulled over by the cops. There is photo evidence of it. Right. Oh, my goodness. Was did a really good job. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. What state would this happen in? Um, the one that looks like a penis? Mm. Florida. You bet. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah it happened Surprise. in Florida. Surprise. And then we have the next photo of the cops pulling Fred, who is barefoot appropriately, yes. over for speeding in a suburban area. Come to find out, this was all a ruse. Ah. Cops just wanted to put something funny on their Facebook right. site. They need clicks too. Right. Click it so, or ticket. And so, so they did the whole thing to sort of, you know, talk about yeah. don't speed in a residential uh -huh. zone, blah, 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 yeah, blah. Yeah, your tax dollars at work. So I here's know. the conference room, Bill. <laughs> so we get a smart car. Make it look like a uh, cartoon car. Right, right. Mm -hmm. And then we go out for some Brano burgers. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, and then you got a hot wife who's really skinny, but can still have three giant rocks around her neck. <laughs> and doesn't fall over. <laughs> I don't know the physics. It looks good, though. <laughs> Uh, yeah, do you yeah. think that Fred and Barney married up? I absolutely yes! think they do. I mean, Wilma They totally outkicked their... Betty was a Betty. I mean, they outkicked their coverage for yeah. sure. Do you think there's any, like, you know, swing Oh, swing? Yeah. Yes. I yes. there had to have been. Oh, a hundred percent. They totally were. Although, I don't know. Would, I mean, maybe Betty was like... I'm into like a like a bear looking kind of guy, so maybe no. she like to change it up. I I think that uh, in the Flintstones world of you know slash fiction, mm -hmm. I would like to think that uh, there was probably Joe Rockhead mm -hmm. came over. Yeah. And he had a threesome with Wilma oh, and Betty. Oh, sugar. When they were at the lodge, <laughs> when they were because yeah, I feel I'm just it. saying. Look at Dave's. Look at the look. This on is clearly something. Some Joe prehistoric came up key parties. Like, what are you <laughs> yes! Except, except the key. I the mean, key. The, it came out in the '60s, right? right? And so that's just sort of like right into the whole '60s, '70s key party thing. Right. At, the, at the Flintstones key party, there's a bowl of birds with weirdly shaped <laughs> beaks. That's all I have, That's my bird. That's and yours. they're always and they're always pissed off. Oh, great! I could have been inside a camera. <laughs> you know, they always got those quips. Oh God. Now, uh, this is just really embarrassing, but I'm so glad that we had video evidence of this turndown happening. Um, Christina Aguilera is on tour right now, mm. and she and her crew had one night off before they had to go to their next destination. And so they were chilling in New Orleans, and they're out at a bar. She was very, you know, 
low profile, casual mm. baseball hat, giant t-shirt. She was there with some of her dancers and other people in a bar. And these guys are performing and she's like, you know what? I'm feeling it. I'm feeling their vibe. I want to get up there. I'm going to see if I can sing a couple songs with the, right. the house band in the bar. Yeah, she's like, I can either post a selfie with me and Stan Lee, <laughs> or exactly. I can jump on stage with the band. How can I make something about... Aha! Yeah. Well, unfortunately for Christina Aguilera, she was so low low profile that Claude Bryant and the All-Stars did not recognize who was asking to (laughs) sing with them. And uh, he straight (laughs) turned her down. Just, he was like, no. He's like, oh, you want to dance for me? Okay, great. And he's like, well, if your name isn't Claude or the All-Stars, you're not getting this microphone. So you can take a seat, Christina Aguilera. So here's some camera phone uh, video of what happened when she tried to get up there. I'll go sit down. Sorry, yeah. Claude. He was um, interviewed by the local news, and he's like, I didn't recognize her. She had a cap over her head and over her eyes. She was in a jersey. She had a PSL and some Uggs on. She didn't introduce herself to me, but then he said, but she had very soft hands, and that got my attention. Uh-huh. What? Yeah. Uh, I asked her if she wanted to dance, and she said she wanted to sing. I started playing the beginning riff of the song No, No, No by Bob Marley, but then her bodyguard picked her up off the stage, and she left. But he's like... Listen, I'm sorry, Christina, that I didn't recognize you. You can sing with me anytime. Uh-huh. So the yeah. next night when she actually started back up again on her tour, she told the story about <laughs> this guy. And so he's kind of more of a legend for turning her down than he would have been if right. he actually let her sing. So right. good job, Claude and the All-Stars. I would have loved to have seen the camera pull out and all the chairs in the front row were turned around <laughs> waiting to listen to her voice. Oh, man. This is the voice. Uh, when we get back, we have another pop princess who had the moment of a lifetime happen to her. And then she found out it was not at all <laughs> what was going on. And she was totally uh, flattered by something that was not meant for her. And we'll tell you all about it next on Pop That Culture. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The new Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly, all for free. Do it now. Stay connected. And millions of ducks. Two guys go to newradiomedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media. Dot com. 
What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. The things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at NewRadioMedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. And uh, there are, I would say, three things that Mark Hamill is famous for. Hmm. Um, Corvette Summer. And Star Wars, hmm. being the voice of the Joker, hmm. and being awesome on Twitter. Yes. These are like his three <laughs> things they could put on his tombstone someday that uh, were amazing for him. So he is tweeting all the time, and he happened to, just for S's and G's, I guess, he thought it would be fun. You can say it. I don't need to. He just decided he wanted to tweet a random phrase. Thank you, comma, next. <laughs> Hashtag Twitter test for twits. And then Ariana Grande tweeted, I can't breathe because she thought that he knew that that was the name of her most recent album, and he did not. And that tweet was not about her. and <laughs> had nothing to do with her. And she's like, oh my god, Luke Skywalker just tweeted about my album. <laughs> no, my lovely little lady, no. he did not. And so then someone let him know what was going on, and Mark Hamill then tweeted, you know you're out of it when someone suggests you tweet what you think is a random phrase that turns out to be the title of the new album by at Ariana Grande, one of the most popular artists in the history of showbiz. Slow down. Um, hashtag, <laughs> I'm sorry, Ari. Hashtag, it's you, not you. And then she lost her mind again because this time she's like, now I know he's talking about me. And she said she was going to tattoo that tweet to mm. her forehead where he called her one of the most popular artists in the history of showbiz. They will be engaged in 10 days. <laughs> telling you. And she's still just like, tweet. many tweets later was just panting about it. She's like, this is the coolest thing that has ever happened to me. I can't even handle it. Mm. So congratulations, Ariana Grande. You have reached the milestone of Luke Skywalker oh. tweeting about you. All, all the, the second she needs time. now is the two live crew. Ah, yes, right. exactly. You yeah. got to get all the Skywalkers. Um, so this is just more proof. Anytime we talk <laughs> about criminals, mm. not much going no. on upstairs. No. Had a, this was in um, Chicago. So a guy, a 16-year-old kid was held up at gunpoint. And the person who had the gun uh, said, give me your, like, what do you have on you, basically? Mm. And give me your phone and uh, give me your belt. 
I don't know why with mm. the belt, but okay. So he gave him yeah. the stuff. All right. And then later, the cops were then able to track down <laughs> the criminal um, at his grandma's house where he was living. Of course. Um, because... He, uh, let's see, police determined his location by tracking credit card information that was uploaded from the Uber Eats application on the victim's phone that he just stole. So he's like, you know what? Stealing makes me very hungry. I need a snack. Right. I'm going to call. Yes. I'm going to order food through Uber Eats, put credit card information into this phone, and then have them uh, deliver it to my grandma's house. And the cops are like, well, guess we're going to grandma's yeah. house because that's where we're going to find yeah. the thief. And they found him there with the stuff, already wearing the belt that he just <laughs> stole. <laughs> he had to loosen it a little bit because he ate so much. He's like, oh, my belly. Yeah, so, the cops were about to go, okay, let's use find my eye. Oh, wait, there he is. Oh, that's right a, there. Made hey, that easy. Uber guy, can we just jump in the car with you? <laughs> I mean, this is, <sighs> it shouldn't surprise me, but there's a, there's a new way for criminals to be busted every day of the week. This one was Uber Eats, so well, congratulations. Well, think about it. Most you know, modern cell phones are worth well over a thousand dollars. If you look at the retail price, yeah. that's grand theft. Well, you you, you keep the belt on, sure. so it was like a nine hundred. It was like the <laughs> iPhone, like you know, the eight. You know, and you add the belt, and it was a really nice belt. Yeah. You might top at that. You don't know. Yes. Now on this show, we love cake disasters. Oh yes, they are spectacular. Mm. Um, and a lot of times we've had cakes on the show that end up looking like body parts because. That's where our mentality is. <laughs> but this one is actually just a really sad artistic rendering from someone who really didn't try. Yeah. <clears throat> there were some parents who, their son, the theme of their son's birthday party was, woo! Oh, my goodness. Look out. Oh, man. Was destruction. Um, the theme of their son's birthday party was frogs. Mm. So they called up the local grocery store, and they're like, this is what we want, and they're describing it. And the guy, oh, no, no, no. They're from Australia. I'm sorry, this is in Australia. Yeah, so please say I it, say it. You come on. We'd like some frogs. I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Wilverine. Um, so they describe it. The guy taking the notes is like, aha, aha, aha. Okay, sure, we can do it. Yep, no problem. Dad goes, picks it up, does a whole bunch of other errands, get, gets home, opens up the thing, and sees this. This. Yay. I mean, they made the frosting green. Yeah, I see and a smiley face and a butt turned sideways. <laughs> well, he was turning three. Oh, so. it's not a butt turned sideways. Jeez. Oh, that um, was cleavage. It's I, very <laughs> modern. There's a good use of negative space yes. on there. And <laughs> actually, Australian weather uh, meteorologists are now using this uh, to stand in front of. Yes. Uh, before they exactly. chroma key the maps on there. Totally. Sort of deconstructed frog. It, it is. Yeah. It's kind of. I mean, you could look at it as a masterpiece, or not at all what these parents ordered. Right. And so, of course, they told the uh, the news about it, and it went viral, and they shamed the grocery store. That but poor little boy was expecting a frog. Well, they were able to find someone who could fix the cake in the end and made it look like a little lake and some grass and put like a little plastic <laughs> well, frog on there. Well, of course there was so much space to work <laughs> with. It's like a blank sheet of paper. Oh, boy. But you if know? you never want to be yes. disappointed, uh, then you hang out with one Mr. Craig Folly, and we will see you on Friday.